Mark Zuckerberg's opinions on the Apple Vision Pro, and a QNAP vulnerability. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter that keeps you up with everything Mac Voices is doing. From our published episodes to Chuck's other appearances to special events and more, subscribe at macvoices.com newsletter and stay fully informed so you don't miss a thing. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel discusses Mark Zuckerberg's opinions on the Apple Vision Pro as expressed during a social media post, as well as an interview with Morning Brew Daily. Then we talk about a vulnerability that QNAP has and whether you should be concerned or not. Let's go and let the panel do the talking. So I wasn't going to bring this up, but somebody said the, the word quest. Did any of you see either the, uh, the, the video that Mark Zuckerberg posted on social media about how the quest is a better value and it's a better product? Or did you see him interviewed with, uh, by the, uh, the morning brew, uh, podcast crew, um, where he took a couple pot shots at, at Apple fanboys. And if shoot, um, I'm trying to get the ladder, trying to get the link for the ladder here for the to throw in the chat. But yeah, it, well, I mean, Microsoft did the same thing with the iPhone. Uh, you, you you're reading my mind, Ben. <laughs> well, you know that's it. Somebody and somebody called this out as Zuckerberg's, uh, you know, Steve Ballmer moment. Um, you know where they did it with the iPhone and and ended up looking foolish, and it just you know I. It, it was only a few, it's only been out a few days as opposed to the quest. It's a completely different class of product. Um, I don't know. It just it's like I I, I couldn't. I don't think, think it's more. fair to compare that with uh, Balmer's what Balmer said. I mean, Balmer, you know, ridiculed the phone. I, I I don't think Zuckerberg did that. It was, you know, I'm I'm by no means a Zuckerberg fan, but you know, he he was level-headed about it and he you know had what he was saying that is he right i probably not but you know it, it wasn't in any way like what palmer said about the phone 15 years ago you know that's that's a real good point jim um <clears throat> and i i really hadn't thought about it from that angle i guess i kept looking at it thinking okay you're the ceo of the company that makes the competing product and you're coming out and saying your product is has better value. I question some of the ways that he compared the two, but even so, it's like, why? I mean, it it it's it smacked of being on the defensive right out of the gate for me. Well, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> and Chuck, to be fair, lizard lizard people, they have a hard time emulating human emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that a CEO of a company doesn't realize that he's talking about two different kinds of computing platforms. One is essentially a VR, AR gaming device. The other one has the capabilities of acting as a productivity tool and a computing tool. And Meta is nothing like that. So. Oh, oh he knows. In he, fact, he, I'm he, he didn't say that the. Vision Pro was 
terrible or was going to flop or anything. He just said, hey, you know, look, we have this device and it does these things. And, you know, don't forget about us when we, you know, we, we think we've got something good and here's why. And, you know, it didn't, what he said didn't, you know, I, 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 I don't agree that, that, I mean, I, I don't, I've not used either of these. So, I, but just based on the coverage, I, I don't think it's likely that the quest is better, but it might be for some things. Certainly, um, you know, it's more for games and whatnot. Um, and, you know, that's what they've made it for. And if you're yep. just looking at price, you know, it certainly economically, it's not as expensive and you could get one for, you know, each of your kids as opposed to one that maybe they get to touch once. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's kind of how you're looking at it and what the use case is. And, you know, I, I could see his point. I'm not sure I agree, but I, you know, yeah. But he also didn't compare it to their top end quest, you know, that, and, and I thought that was telling a little bit telling too, that because he was relying the way I heard it, he was relying a lot on the, the price comparison and, you know, and, and the quality of, of everything. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. But why aren't you comparing it? Why aren't you comparing, comparing flagship to flagship, even though Apple only has one? You know, why don't, why don't you say, you know, this is what we can do with the top of our line. This is what they're doing with what is basically the only line. That would have felt a little bit more sincere to me. As it was, it just felt like it was so self-serving and, again, very defensive. Agreed. But that's my interpretation. That doesn't mean it's accurate. Uh, agreed. I think, you know, he's he's... He's observed what's happened. You know, um, if you go back, you know, since the iPhone, Android came out, and I guess now Apple is now the biggest volume leader with their phone. They've come out, you know, from very high price points to uh, you know price points that are in the mainstream. And I think uh, I think Zuck is probably worried about that. So, it, to me, this uh, this story whole wholly came to be because you know, the the you know, the uh, the media wants uh, an contrary view to what apple is doing and uh zuck is out there so he's uh, in a perfect position to do it and i'm not surprised he said oh in my opinion wars is better for all of these reasons you know principally price because he can't compete on quality so he has to you know change the subject to uh, something else mark if i were really paranoid and 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 i am so i'll bring this up but i also felt like this takes the google search for his name this is where this is the first. These are now the first things that pop up, as opposed to a couple of weeks ago when he was in front of a Senate committee testifying and being shamed. It, mm -hmm. So you know that I mean that would be very shrewd of him or some of his marketing people to do that. But I just I can't help but wonder if yeah he, he ended up looking really really bad there, so he's going to come out now and look more like Zuckerberg that is trying to sell you a quest. Well, right. I should hope he's going to say he believes in his product. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if they put, uh, you know, if you go back, you know, 10 years and you put, you know, uh, Page or Bryn and ask them about, you know, iPhone versus, you know, their, 
you know, their, you know, Google designed, you know, uh, Android phone, you know, of course they would say that their phone is better. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no expectation that, you know, uh, they, they would do anything uh, different, but, uh, um, it's just, I mean, I, I read some of these things. I, I, I stopped to spend any more time there because I figured just you know, wasted time in my life that I would never get back because it's predictable what he's going to be saying. Yeah. 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 Plus, as the CEO of a major corporation, a major public, uh, public yeah, company, everything he says in public is vetted with legal and marketing before he says a thing yeah. just just like with elon musk yeah <laughs> uh, well, oh jim this is why i love you jim you've gone a uh, step too far <laughs> here we go here we go here we go um okay so let's move on just to just a couple other things here because we're going to run out of time and we we should touch on some of these uh mark you threw this in and i consider this a psa but um uh, apparently um, QNAP has a bit of a, uh, a vulnerability problem. Mark, you want to touch on this one for us? Oh yeah. Um, I tossed this in here, I think, uh, a, a while ago. So forget all the specifics, but I think apparently, uh, there's some group that, uh, you know, I think, so a lot of the major security companies have, uh, your teams that investigate, you know, all sorts of hacks and vulnerabilities. And I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, a group at Palo Alto Networks, a great company, but their stock got slaughtered today. But uh, Palo, Alto Net Palo Alto Networks discovered a vulnerability in some or some of the uh, QNAP products where uh, basically somebody could you know, forge a request and, you know, it would, uh, if it was done appropriately, it would allow, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the attacker to run almost any, you know, any command, you know, uh, on, uh, on the system. So, you know, it's a, it's a huge gaping wide old vulnerability, you know, they found that. So I tossed it in here because I think six or so months ago, nine months ago, you know, we talked about a QNAP vulnerability and six or nine months before that, I think we talked about a QNAP vulnerability. So to me, it's just seeming like a recurring, uh, you know, bad dream. Um, but, um, if people have it, you know, I, I'm sure Chuck, you'll put it in the show notes on, uh, you know, on, uh, you know, macvoices.com so that, you know, any QNAP owners out there can become aware of what it is. And, you know, I think the good news is that a firmware upgrade fixing the problem has been released, but you know, that's the, um, that's the long and short of it. Yeah, I just I feel it's important when we we pop up some of these things, especially for something like a QNAP or any of the other network attached storage devices. They're designed to be just that network attached on the internet. And so, you know, if they have a vulnerability, you want to know about it, you want to get it patched ASAP or take it offline until those things become available. It's just yep. it's, I mean, it's a crazy world out there, unfortunately. And or if or if you have it, you know, don't you know close the ports on your firewall so it's not publicly accessible. Right. Okay. Mark, you, you are taking me right down the path that bothers me with this whole thing. Uh, which is that we have so many products like this that are available to anyone now uh that 
the uh, the product manufacturers they should be holding themselves to a higher level of accountability and granted i get it these are really complex things and you can't find every potential security flaw before you ship but these companies i feel like they should be doing more and and in this case th- like you said this is a recurring um story for for, for these products and um and the average person that can go out and buy these things, they don't know that they should be closing ports on their firewall or doing these other things to lock down the product, or in many cases don't even know that there's uh, that there are security updates that are coming out. Um, and uh, it's, I just feel like these manufacturers should be doing more to protect their users. Yeah, I agree with part of that, but I, I think the other thing is, you know, I, at least in my experience, you know, most uh, uh, internet service providers, you know, their their devices are pretty locked down. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. only somebody who wanted to use this to have, you know, ability to share it offsite, like you know, like QNAP or Synology or other things do. That that requires some amount of you know technical chops to go in and open it up. So. Um, they're not probably, they're not Aunt Sally who's buying, you know, who, who received this and puts it online and suddenly gets victimized. Yeah, that, um, that's true. My grandma's not going to go out by a NAS. No. Yeah. But, uh, but again, I think, you know, people should read the thing is I, I on this, um, it's such an obvious brain dead, you know, uh, vulnerability that you got to wonder WTF are they thinking about or are they even thinking at all? I mean, it's, it's, this one was really egregious, you know, um, you know, so um, take care, take care of people. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of products out there and there's, there's a lot of evil users and there's a lot of dumb manufacturers. And so, you know, unfortunately the internet, everything comes together and, you know, I think, you know, I, th- I think the big thing in the past was uh, QNAP was uh, suspected for a lot of uh, ransomware, where they download and infiltrate it and they encrypt everything and say, "You want your data back? You know, send a, you know, send this fraction of a Bitcoin to this address." And I know Synology has had problems where people have infiltrated it to use it for trying to mine for Bitcoin or other you know, cryptocurrencies. So um, it's an ongoing problem and. Uh, best advice if you want it don't let it get exposed you know to the internet and if you don't understand what that means you should probably ask yourself do you have the necessary skills to responsibly manage one of these products if you're considering buying one of them yeah if you don't that means get a das right yeah and yeah you can get you know for instance you can get you know 18 terabyte you know a hard, you know, Seagate hard drive that you know you can connect you know, via USB three. You can get it for two fifty, two hundred seventy dollars. That's eighteen terabytes. If you need smaller capacities, you can get stuff down to you know, like you know, like seventy, sixty, seventy dollars. So um, those are much better solutions you know, for backup if you don't have the technical skills to responsibly manage a network attached storage device. And and I want I want to be careful here because. I, I, this is not picking on QNAP. Um, QNAP, I think, is one that is one of, 
in my opinion, has always been one of the more technically oriented NAS devices, as opposed to some of the others that, uh, and, and I'm hesitant to call names because, well, I know one, since Synology, just, Synology is just bringing out something um, that we just talked to them at CES that is very much geared for uh, Jeff's Aunt Sally. That, you know, it it's it's real simple, you know, three clicks and you're done. And that one, you know, I would hope they have that locked down tight. And I think with Synology's reputation, they do. QNAP is a little more technical, which is why I bring it up here, because I feel like we have a fairly technical audience. Our users are much more likely to be running QNAP than the the Synology and Sally device. So, you know, just be just be aware of it. Yeah, and full disclosure, I, I have a four-base Synology device. And um if you want to share it on the internet, you have to download and install a lot of packages. You have to go go through a lot of work, you know. So um it's not something that is going unless of course you have a really dubious, you know, sketchy internet service provider. You know, it's you know, just getting one of these device Synology devices that for which I have firsthand experience, you're probably at very low risk for you know having your data, you know, hijacked or compromised or ransomware or any any of these other attacks. Yeah, I have Synology devices too. And same thing, you know, I I feel very, very good about the uh, the security they provide. So just again, just be aware. Just be aware. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.